the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. So today we're going to be catching up um, and Laura and I are going to be chatting about what is going on within our art worlds and we hope that there are some gems in there for you. Um, We've both been busy bees doing our respective things. So listen up and hopefully there's something useful in there for you today. So what are you what have you been doing? I've had lots of like house stuff yes. happening. Um and had some tradies in here this morning and I've got an air conditioner or split system, so heating and cooling in the studio, which is very exciting. So it'll be nice and comfortable for when my clients come over and um, even for myself for working in the studio for longer hours and being more comfortable. So very exciting. And I've also um, been asked to be a bridesmaid and I'm organising a hen's um, day and a painting session in my art studio. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about the types of projects that we're going to be doing. And I think the bride would like to do some mandala painting. So I'll do a little mixture and I'll blend in like my soul medicine sessions with the essential oils and all the lovely oracle cards and different things and then we'll do the mandala pictures and I feel like it'd be a nice bonding experience. Usually in my workshops I sort of let people paint intuitively and do whatever they want but um, for this one because it's yeah sort of like a group and yeah I think it might be a nice bonding experience all to do like the same theme but then see everyone's different take on it and do more of a tutored structured class to help people because obviously they'll be beginners and yeah so that's exciting that's what I'm working towards in the new year and we did have a little chat um off the recording as well before we caught up today and I was telling Roz about how we were talking last week and I was talking about doing an open studio which I was convincing myself it wouldn't be too much work but I feel like I've got so many appointments and so many things in the lead up to Christmas and I'm also got a procedure I'm getting a wisdom tooth pulled out the day before and I really sat back and reassessed whether I would be well enough and whether it would just be too much of a struggle to be my regular bright vibrant self and I feel like it's not the right timing And I'm going to look at an open studio, but I'm going to look at it in the new year and just give myself like a lot more time to prepare, maybe coordinate it with a few other local artists as well. Um, So it just didn't really feel like the right timing for me. And I've been giving myself grace and permission just to let go of that because I do have a tendency to like want to forge through and, you know, like keep, you know, achieving all of the things. So I've been reminding myself this week that it's okay um, to say that you're not going to do something. So everyone that was listening last week (laughs) that um, where I declared that I was hosting an open studio, I'm going back on that decision and I feel okay about that. And hopefully, you know, it can help other people to sort of pull back on their commitments as well. Uh, Because when things aren't in alignment and when it's the wrong timing and 
all of that sort of stuff, it'll end up being a disaster anyways. And you can tend to get quite resentful of certain projects. Um, I know like I had an experience with this uh, earlier on in the year where I had committed to do a mural um, and the pay was not in alignment with like my value and worth. So I actually pulled back on that commitment as well. And I was like really just looking after myself because I knew that if I did forge through with that project and continue on with that commitment that I made to that person, that I I just would have been a disaster project and I just would have really ended up hating that project. So hopefully that's an example to people out there, like artists that are sort of, you know, starting out in their careers and maybe getting all of these opportunities, but maybe the opportunities aren't in alignment with what they're doing and the direction that they want to go and maybe like the pay is not worth it or um, maybe you just don't have the energetic capacity to do it. Just sit back and reflect and see if it's the right thing to follow through on or whether you can just say, hey, it's not the right timing and maybe I could do it at another stage or maybe it could look differently at another point in time. But, yeah, just realising that, you know, that certain things are – you know, not the right thing for me to be pursuing right now. So that's, that's my, (laughs) that's my update. It's such a big thing, isn't it? Because I think, you know, whenever we have our chats, I actually, I always have a piece of paper here and I choose a quiet pen um, (laughs) to be able to write down some notes. And I just wrote down about five different things. um, And one of those was why I think it might be so difficult for a lot of creatives to to say no after having said yes, you know, to an opportunity or a project or something like that. And I think it comes down to what you were saying actually in a previous episode about how um, for you, like, and for me as well, but you were saying, speaking on your, you know, from your side about how you think you're a rebel and you think you're a little bit stubborn and you think that you're just going to become a well-known artist because that's just what you're going to do and you don't care what anyone else thinks sort of thing. Um, And I think a lot of us are that way. I'm that way as well. So I'm like, no, no, no. The more people that tell me I can't do this, well, actually, you're actually, you know, lighting that, making that fire, you know, shine even brighter. So I think it relates a little bit to that because our personalities are that way. And if we say yes to something, you just want to give it, give it, you know, your all. And then I think also it's, it ties back to, is it? ethical side you know when you say you're going to do something you want to deliver on that even if it's to yourself you know no one else is Mm. even involved and Mm -hmm. that's that's such a tricky Mm -hmm. thing you're doing really well breaking a commitment is hard but also like seeing what the consequences are and how you're going to feel afterwards and I feel like I've probably had so many experiences in my life that it's like a constant learning thing like I've uh, like I'm like oh this this feels familiar like I, I'm like starting to feel like this is not going to be the right project for me or the financial gain out of it is not in like it doesn't it's not in alignment or in comparison to like the amount of effort that I'm putting in um, and I feel like that might relate to like something that you're working towards as well. Oh, for sure. I think, you know, also as you're, as you're talking though, you know, I always have five million ideas. I think it's also the realization that we're, we're human. Um, so we want to do it all because we're so excited and so passionate. But then it's really important to realize that we are 
we are human um, and we've got to respect our sort of boundaries. So even we were talking a while ago about an art exhibition opportunity that popped up for me and, I, you know, I got this offer for this exhibition and I was like, what do you think, Laura? I think it's the universe talking to me. <laughs> I need to say yes. But um, Laura wasn't te- – you weren't telling me not to do it, but you were just saying have a little bit of a think first. Mm. Don't just mm. jump. You've got to think first. Um, and I ended up saying yeah. no, um, which has ended up being a good thing because even with what I have on my plate now, you know, without an exhibition coming up, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much right at my capacity. So, um Thanks for helping me to see that. (laughs) You've got lots of things on the card and I just know how much work it takes to put into an exhibition, Um, like having two solo shows like back to back, like it's pretty full on. So I like to give myself a big lead time and there wasn't a big lead time with that Mm. project and I'm like, oh, are you going to have enough time to produce the work that you want to produce like with that timeline? And that's what I thought was interesting actually about what you said. Like are you going to be able to produce the work that you want to produce? Because I can produce, I can produce work. Like that's fine. If I've got a deadline, I'll make it happen. It's that it's the same approach we were talking about before. You know, you make a commitment, you make it happen somehow, right? Um, but whether it was going to be the art that I wanted to make, that's the question and that's what really sort of spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. So it's all like for me, this is all going back to my putting my self-care mm. first and realising my energetic capacity and um, for those of you that might not have watched this before or um, listened on the audio, <laughs> I have a chronic illness so I really need to manage my time and my energy and I have to really re reevaluate what projects I take on and say yes to. So yeah, it just didn't work and I'm being okay with that. I'm not beating myself up. I'm actually breathing a sigh of relief because I feel like, you know, I'm doing myself like a good favor and really looking after my self-care. And um, I mean, this can relate to people with chronic illness or it could just relate to like general people in general that just have busy lives and um, tend to say yes to a lot of things because it is exciting and (laughs) there are lots of opportunities out there. And definitely on the mum front as well, I think, you know, um, yeah, just busy mums trying to do everything. And at some point you've actually got to look after yourself. You know, like I, the other day we were out, I was out at a park with my daughter and I realised at 10.30 I hadn't had breakfast and I was starving, you know, because you just, you just look after everyone else first in all the busyness of everything. But that's, that's appalling self-care, like surely (laughs) food, water, exercise, shelter should be like (laughs) priorities. Yeah. (laughs) Running on autopilot, it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. So like on my side of things, um, I had a very successful weekend, which was amazing. So I ran um, my first in-person workshop. I've ran, run in-person workshops, but this one was from a uh, my workshop space at home, my new workshop space, and it was so much fun and so amazing and I got beautiful feedback and their artworks were gorgeous that I just want to do them all the time now. <laughs> Yay. Uh, that's so exciting. It was honestly, it was so beautiful. You've been invested in lot um, in setting up your space and making it really nice and beautiful, and even like you know your tables and your chairs and all of all of that. Like it's all set up now, so you put a lot of work into that. So yeah, it would be really good that if you could do it on a regular basis and have more people into your space. 
Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping. So I did um, float the idea with the group that I had in the other day of doing them monthly and so doing a recurring sort of artwork you know, a different artwork each time, but a recurring sort of workshop. And they all seemed really keen. So now is the hard part though, Laura, because some people are free on Thursdays, some people are free on Sundays, some people are free only in the evenings. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the people pleaser side of me that finds that really tricky. <laughs> yeah. um, and I want to include everyone and I don't want anyone to feel, um, you know, left out. So, but it's also business. So mm, I will have to just make it work. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I want to say? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say what my husband said. Go. Yeah, work towards your schedule. So do what works for you. Yeah, yeah. And just be like, this is when I'm running yes. it. This is when I'm yes. running it. Um, and other other people can reschedule their lives around that because if they think that's important to them, then they're going to make it work and they're going to come along to your class. So that means that means that it's going to be a weekday because then it doesn't mm-hmm. interfere too much with my family life and my time with my children. Yep. So it's going to be a weekday yep. then. So we'll do that. Um, yep. But, yeah, so it was just so beautiful because I don't know, I, I'm sure you already would have worked this out, but – when I'm teaching art and workshops, I'm not about um, it's not it's not one of those copying copy my artwork sort of situations. Um, I'm about helping people to you know find this find their style sounds a little bit odd for me. We'll talk about that more, but I'm going to I want to help them to find their own way, you know, develop their skills and their knowledge and tune into what they like about their artworks and then build onto that. So, um, yeah, I have a bit of a different approach, I think, to um, some other um, teachers. So it was just I think that's why I enjoyed it so much as well because I could see them really tapping into that and tuning in and focusing on that and um, growing, I guess, and also walking away with artworks they were personally happy with. So, yeah, no, it was really, really nice. This episode is sponsored by Roz Gervais Art for the Heart Membership, a beautiful membership of gorgeous creatives where you can discover how to make art that you love on the regular so you can experience the buzz that comes with having an awesome hidden talent, painting art like a pro. Head to www.permissiontopaint.co-af.com to learn more yeah that's amazing that's so good and you also had a photographer there as well like you did a bit of a branding session I did it was awkward just because of me so (laughs) 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 photography sessions can like bring up all of your triggers like it's very confronting isn't it yeah it completely is because how or it's it's the same as a wedding day i suppose all those photos except you're there with your partner so it's sort of it feels a little bit easier but yeah no just smiling for the camera feels like look at look at me aren't i great i need professional photos so you know it feels really awkward but um i do need photos for my website um, and for bits and pieces. So we just did it and it was a friend of my family as well. So at least that sort of helped to soften the experience a little bit. And she was amazing and so nice. You know, she was taking photos as awkward as I was and she would be saying, Roz, this looks good. This looks good. (laughs) 
it's okay. There are some good photos in here. It will be fine. <laughs> so, but anyway, it was, um, it was a good giggle because I was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and did they come a little bit earlier so you could do like your pre thing before your workshop and, Oh, yeah. Yes. So she came earlier. I think she came at 8.30 in the morning and then the workshop started at 10. Then the workshop finished at 12 and she stayed and took a few extra photos afterwards until 1, um, 1-ish. And my little girls were behind the scenes helping her. So when I was teaching the workshop and she'd taken all the photos she needed to take she was back in my house with my little girls, asking them to gather some brushes for some photos. And it was, uh, from what I heard, it was very cute. <laughs> I'm looking, I still haven't seen the photos. So, um, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Has she given you an indication of how long it'll take for editing? Yeah, I think just a week. And you know what's oh. awesome? If there's any photographers that um, watch or watch our live or um, listen to our podcast, she finds – I should share her handle below as well at some point. Mm. Um, she shares that – shared with me that she, the hardest part of her job is culling the photos because – she knows, you know, that photograph captured a beautiful moment and that photograph was, you know, when this was happening and that was hilarious. And so she found, finds that really hard. So she's actually outsourced that. So she pays somebody to do her culling for her and then she does all the level. I don't know. I'm not mm -hmm. amazing with the photography, but she does all the color balancing and all of that sort of stuff um, mm -hmm. and then sends them back to her clients. So, you know, I thought that was pretty, pretty good idea actually. Yeah, I think I'd find it hard to sort of decide on what photos to send to the client. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Well, you've got an extra like creative eye on your your photos. So that's exciting. I feel like it's in good hands. I can't wait to see them. There'll be at least one good one. How's that? I, she's um, Look, she is amazingly talented. It's just me being self-conscious. So. No, I know. I know exactly. I've been, I've been through that whole process before and, yeah, a couple of times actually. So, yeah, it's, um, it's quite confronting. It just brings up all those hidden insecurities that you didn't even think were there. <laughs> like just don't get that toe in the photograph. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was really good. So, and you gave me actually some really good tips before the, before the shoot. So you were saying, make sure that you get a headshot, make sure you get a shot in a chair with your artwork behind you. Um, mm -hmm. Make sure you get, what else did you have? You said have um, a palette. All the yeah, all the um, materials and your colours, branding colours. and Yes, mm -hmm. and you said the other one which was gold was to make a little Pinterest board with some mm -hmm. ideas of photos. So I did that as well. So because I'm, you know, always chasing my tail and all of that, the Pinterest board was amazing because I mm -hmm. could just quickly pin 20 different photos that I like the look of share it with um, my friend Jade, the photographer, and then she could, you know, just use that as inspiration and it was just very efficient. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, I'd done the whole process um, before so it was sort of helpful to share what um, I'd been through. So, yeah, I'm so excited to see them. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still anxious, can you tell? I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So they're the main things. Um, I noted down a few other things before you were talking, which I have a story about as well. Um, I noted down two things. So one was planning for the new year. So 
So I'm sort of starting to think I need to print out a calendar for 2022 and then do some planning. Um, no huge commitments, but some sort of planning. Then the other one, other topic that popped up when you were talking earlier was pricing um, and the um, relationship between pricing and resentment or our emotions because I'm painting these beautiful baubles at the moment and I am lo- like loving painting them. I put so much energy into them. And then somebody said, somebody saw them the other day and said, they look so beautiful, Roz. You could sell those for $8 a bauble. <laughs> and I thought, no, 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 no. My heart could not sell that for $8 a bauble because I put so much time and love and attention into these little things. So pricing is a, is a really good topic. We really need to talk about that. Yeah, I think we should. Definitely. We need to note that down. Um, and like $8, that, that wouldn't even cover your materials, <laughs> let alone time. <laughs> I can't deal because honestly, I, I know I have to get more efficient with things because I do put too much time and too much emotion into things. Um, but still, no, I don't think $8 would ever happen. I don't just don't think it would for me. No. And the way I work. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And you really need to value that, yeah, I think. Even though you're enjoying Mm. it, like I think, you know, there has to be some sort of commercial aspect to that and, you know, you are building this business and you need to get financial compensation and it needs to be fair, like people need to recognise. And and that's exactly it. So they should recognise your worth but also it's it's a reflection on your self-worth. And how much you value what you create, you know. Um, yeah, there's just a lot there. Maybe we should get a psychologist on. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Unpack this, please. <laughs> um, yeah. I've done a lot of work on um, my and, – and raising my rates as well, um, how much my time is worth. And because my time is so precious because I have so little of it, as well. Um, I think it's only fair to have like a nice, decent, high um, hourly rate. This is in regards to like client sessions and workshops and things like that. Like my workshops are on the higher end. Like I'm not going to be doing um, a workshop for like $50, $60. Like that's just not worth my time. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I think if people are wanting to work with you or if people are wanting to support your art, um, I think you have to set a level of, you know, where you're going to pitch that at. But that's a whole massive meaty topic. It definitely um, is. And yeah, even, something. you know, talking about pricing artworks, that's a whole other topic. Um, I caught up with a few other artists last night. I, I feel like I go out all the time. I think it's just because it's a silly season. Um, and, yeah, and there was a bit of chat about how in Europe, um, artworks are usually priced per, um, per square centimetre, but then in Australia it's per hour spent. Um, but then how you measure the hours spent is very tricky, especially if you, you know, paint here and there in and out multiple artworks at a time, for example. Yeah, just, I don't know, artwork pricing. Another topic for us. Yeah, I think that's a really good <laughs> that's a good topic to dig into definitely um I'll be doing that with one of my clients because she wants to work towards an exhibition um next year too so that's going to be like a whole process of creating all of the works and framing them and then looking at the product cost and then what um she wants people to like buy them for and 
you know, just sort of as an emerging artist as well. I remember I got some advice from Susan to like um, price them like a little bit under and then you you can gradually uh, raise it as you go ahead. But yeah. yes, yeah, that's interesting. That's the other one actually is the, uh, like the steady increase in the cost of your artwork or price selling price of your artwork and that's something important to maintain um, for people who buy your artwork in the early days because they want to see that increase in value so yeah uh so what what else do you have to share so much going on so um, oh I'm working on my next next month well actually I should say this month it's already December over here oh are we anyway if you're listening to this as the podcast it might not be December anyway it's the start of December (laughs) It'll probably be the yeah, middle of the year. <laughs> By the time we like roll it out, whatever, this is how we roll, guys. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm working on the artwork for um, my next my next membership artwork that we do once a, once a month. Um, so this next one I'm quite excited about. I haven't designed the artwork yet, but it's, you know, it's, it's being created in my mind um, and it's going to be called Exploding Florals or blossoms in explosion or something like that so it's it's like I was talking to you about earlier about this art that I'm feeling drawn to make at the moment which is very very abstract flowers or florals um, that feel more like explosions of color so that's what the theme is going to be um, for the next workshop so I'm super excited so that's for my um, Art for the Heart members. And then also I do sell sort of individual tickets to each of my workshops to the public. base. It's sort of like a try before you buy style situation. So you can try mm. one of my workshops and then if you like them, um, you're invited if you would like to join the membership. And if you don't want to, that is also fine. <laughs> but that's that's how it works on this end, yeah. Yay, I can't wait to see your samples and then, um, yeah, the work that comes from that. That's that's really exciting because I feel like that will probably spur on your personal practice too because it is that sort of coming from the heart, like you're, you have been drawn to create these things. So, yay, that's super exciting. I do try, as it's interesting that you raised that actually. I do try, it's not perfect every time, but I do try to align what I teach with what I'm doing. Um, so I've had, you know, interesting requests for artworks to do within the membership, but I'm always coming back to what is in, in alignment with me um, because I just want to be true to myself, you know, and also building my own art side of things. So I try to do the combo and merge them, yeah. Anything else happening Yay, with you? Cool. What's going on? No, I feel like um, I'm really just being very conscious to, like, take it easy. So I feel like I'm super excited about this podcast project. I love having our art chats and catching up every week and that's taking up quite a lot of my time. And then I've also got all my client load as well. I'm meeting a potential new client this week as well. So then that might be an extra commitment that I've got during the week. And I haven't done any new year planning or any planning for my personal artworks but I feel like that'll be coming over the Christmas break I'm taking a couple of week off couple of weeks off to be with family and friends and just um, chill out over Christmas so that's leading up soon so I'm just getting all my appointments done and out of the way and and all of that and uh, really just pairing things back and really looking after myself because I really don't want to burn out um, I've done it before and I just really want to be conscious and aware that um, I am like with my 
illness. I, I, it's managed very well at the moment and I am feeling very well and I'd like to maintain that state of health. So just not pushing things um, too hard. So, yeah. All right. I'll stop bossing you then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we work really well together, I think, actually. So I'm not really bossing you. If you are listening, don't be worried. I'm not really bossing Laura. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a good chat today. It was. Um, So thank you, everybody, for listening to our episode today. We hope there were some gems in there for you, and we look forward to hearing your feedback as well. So if you're listening to us over on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We are running a little fun competition that in that the best review we will read out so you can become famous on our podcast. (laughs) So do do that um, if you are listening over on there. Otherwise, our next episode will come out in one fortnight and we hope you tune in because we have lots of gems and lots of plans to inspire your art lifestyle talk to you guys soon bye bye